All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. After 5 o'clock, how are you? Welcome to the Jason Greger Show on Sports 1440. Orders Nation YouTube, a lot of texts coming in at 833-401-1440. You can uh, text us in the uh, Ewell inbox. Go to ewel.ca for all your electrical needs. Hey, uh, Gregor, I thought you uh, had to show us your hair this week. Uh, that's tomorrow, and, uh, unfortunately, for uh, those involved. Yeah, that'll be... Uh, but I have to wear a headset on the show because otherwise I can't hear the guests when they're, uh, you know, because if they're in studio, sure. But if I'm talking to spec, I need a headset to hear them. But it will, uh, yeah, tomorrow will be uh, be a less than pleasant day uh, for myself. And probably a lot of people have to uh, to witness the carnage of uh, the uh, the filled out cul-de-sac, right? Uh, not even sure I can call it the ring of confidence anymore. Not really confident with it, so... But uh, it'll be it'll be worth it because uh, then I can get rid of it uh, right before um, uh, uh, we uh, lay Robin Brownlee to rest and um, got to speak at that. So I'm not going to look like a tool when I do it. So that was the uh, the deal to get it cut off five six days earlier. So that's what we'll be doing right before uh, Brownlee's funeral. Anyway, uh, spec report brought to you by Next Gen Transportation, heavy haul transport provider, 100% locally owned and operated. And they got all new trailers in. They got a few new ones ready to move at nextgentransportation.com. Mark Spector from uh, Rogers Sportsnet joins us. Uh, Spec, how you doing? Well, yeah, I, I recommend you bring shades tomorrow, Spec. You think a haircut's going to stop you from looking like a tool? <laughs> <laughs> Were you looking in the mirror when you said that? What's going on right now? Come on. <laughs> I couldn't resist. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
obviously, we'll get to the order stuff in a sec, but, um, you know, pretty uh, big story. Now, this, this is being talked about for a long time, and I think there's a lots of layers to look at. Um, I, I know that, you know, people will look and, and say, you know, from the, from the day one of this handling of it, when you go to look at Katie Strang's reporting at the athletic and, um, to the, you know, to the people call hush money, pay out whatever you want to, that was made on, on behalf of Hockey Canada for this. It's a terrible look. Um, and it seems like, uh, you know, some guys, uh, you know, well, they're, they're going to be charged and now we'll see, you know, if the allegations are true or not spec, but it's, uh, um, it's been a long time. And I would say this to, to any, any, uh, victim, uh, of sexual abuse that the all, most of them, all they ever want was just justice at some point. So, uh, we'll see if these allocations, uh, lead to any justice. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll see, you know, by, by early accounts of, of what I've read today, it sounds like the victim will be in court and giving testimony and which obviously takes a ton of courage on her part. Uh, but she'll be there to, you know, make sure that the truth is told at this whole, you know, the whole thing. So it's it won't be fast and it surely won't be easy for that young lady. I'll tell you what. But um, you know what? Her courage, you know, in stepping forward will help others. Right. Her courage will help others to say, hey, I can do it, too. Uh, I can only be a good thing. Yeah. And, um, you know. Well, we'll see what the long-term ramifications are for, uh, for, for players involved in this. Um, you know, we saw two New Jersey players today. Obviously there was, uh, uh, Harden Dubé, uh, yesterday who are on, uh, uh, leave of absences. Um, I will say the one thing that kind of irked mm-hmm. me spec and, uh, you know, was, I think it was, oh, they're, you know, taking a leave for mental health purposes. Can we can we stop using mental health as like to try to deem? To, oh, well, let's let's try to get people on our side. Because I'm sorry, that's not why you're leaving here now. You're leaving because you have a, a pending criminal court case. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, I guess I'd say to you that that you know, if you could imagine yourself in those shoes, and and I want oh, yeah, to say off the top, this isn't me being. Uh, this isn't me being sympathetic towards these guys. They're, they made, they did what they did or they'll be whatever gets proven out in court is whatever gets proven out in court. But, you know, the mental pressure on these guys, they've been living with this thing for five years. It's been hanging over their head what they did, what the consequences might be, how they're going to have to face up to it, all of those things. I would, I could say that it could make you crack. It could be, it would be very difficult mentally. I'm not sympathetic. I'm not saying poor those guys. But if you're asking me if the stress of the whole thing could could qualify as a huge, massive mental duress on those particular uh, guys, I would say to you that, boy, I wouldn't want to have to live through that for the last five years and, and have this train coming down the tracks every day, every day, every time my pillow hit the head, the my head hit the pillow at night every time my phone rang with an area code from you know london every time every time every time i think i'd be pretty beat up mentally if i was one of those guys yeah i guess if it would mean for personal reasons i just i don't know like to, to me um this is one where so you've been dealing with it all the time until you knew the report was coming out. That's all I'm saying, right? Like, so I don't discount what you said about it being, uh, you know, weight on their shoulders and depending on what, what the outcome is. And some would say, well, that's deserved. But, uh, you know, we'll see what the allegations are yeah, prove. But to me, it's like, so you dealt with it all, but now it's mental health because now I've got a report to London. 
That's all I'm saying. I did. I, to me, yeah. it would have well, looked better. Fair. You know, it's just like the NHL releasing on Twitter today about uh, the Smiths in Utah. Really? Do you think we're idiots who are trying to distract from something today? Like, I really don't think. See, that, that's, yeah, that's worse. Yeah. That, to me, is that's just a, an old PR ploy. It's like the government announcing bad news on Friday afternoon at 4.59 in the afternoon, right? Yeah. You know, that's that's just that's PR 101 that's been going on forever. And in this case, right, trying to distract from this scenario, it's bad form by the NHL. Awful. I thought that was very poor. Yeah, very poor. Yeah. It's somebody. Uh, uh, and of course, you know what, they'll, they'll probably try to blame some lackey who runs their account, like as though they were the ones who made up the statement. <laughs> Highly doubt it. Uh, anyway, yeah. Spec. Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll see where that story goes. Uh, it sounds like uh, for anybody listening, the London police said they will have a, a press conference on February 5th to uh, to discuss this matter further. So that's uh, that's going to be the uh, the next step. Uh, obviously, that'll be the Monday, um, you know, after uh, the uh, the bye weeks and all star breaks wrap up. And, you know, so while well, some teams are still in a bye week that week of, but uh, that'll be the uh, announcement from London police. I know they've given some time. Obviously, you have Formington coming from uh, overseas and stuff. So I don't know if that's a factor, but it seems it's taken this long. I guess what's another week? We'll see. <laughs> But uh, yeah, right. um, exactly. the uh, um, I shouldn't say that uh, I say that it's snarky. I'm not because I'm sure for the for the victim, you'd want to get this over as quick as you can. But uh, the Edmonton orders, it won't, it won't be fast. No, it God, won't be fast. no, taking a long time. It's going to be slow. Yeah. Uh, and drawn out. And that again, that's why it takes so much courage for this young lady to come forward, because she's in for the long haul here. It won't be easy for her. Oh, you um, you you imagine the amount of people who were never there that'll say, oh, that didn't happen. Oh, you wanted it. And they don't have any. Um, please oh, don't okay. please don't be that person. That's all I would suggest to that. Um, don't be that person. Yes. Yeah. Um, Spec, uh, the one thing that uh, orders and their fans want to last is the uh, the winning streak. It's up to uh, 14 games. Uh, Stuart Skinner was great in the first two periods. We had Mike Rupp on earlier. He says, hey, good teams find different ways to win. Not everyone's going to be a Picasso. Uh, but Stuart Skinner's part of your team. And so and some nades they win and Stuart Skinner doesn't have to do much. So yesterday they were like, hey, guess what, Stu? It's your turn. Now you get to do a lot. And then you did a lot in the first two periods. Uh, you know, and I, I came up to him and talked to him after the game. And, was, you know, like, oh, she was pretty tired after the second period, he admitted, because it was a little bit of a shooting gallery in the second period. But then, you know, his, his teammates woke up in the third, and like they have this whole streak. 26 to 6 is the goals for goal against in the third period for the Oilers. They've outscored teams actually 40 to 12 in the second and third periods of this streak. So they definitely get better as the game goes along, Spec. And, you know, they're a better team than Columbus. And Columbus kept trying to gift them goals in the first period on Bouchard's stick in the slot. It just didn't pan out for Edmonton. But you know what? It was it was not a pretty game by the skaters for 40 minutes. And you know what? Uh, as a coach didn't, hey, we didn't play. We weren't ready. I love what he said. We weren't ready. And they weren't, but except Stuart Skinner. And you know, I would like to think they'll be ready tomorrow against Chicago. But Matt, I'll tell you this, Speck. Tomorrow should be the easiest game of this 15-game streak. It's it's Chicago's third game in four nights. It's their second half of a back-to-back where they're in Seattle, which is a little bit harder for back-to-back coming here and everything like that. You oh, know, yeah. you lose the hour and all that stuff. This uh, and they're a bad team. This should be, you know, I would argue on paper the easiest game in theory of the 15. Yeah, and and the fact that the Oilers were very slow starters on Tuesday and the fact that Chicago took them right to the wall in Chicago 
a couple of weeks ago. Uh, there was a score in that game, two to one, I think. Yeah, with uh, um, two goals called off, and then Hyman missed a, an empty net with a no goalie pull too. So <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Could have been five one, but whatever. I was at that game, and Chicago took a good run out. Um, those two things put together, the Columbus performance and the last game in Chicago. Uh, I would think you'll get a, a little more attentive Oilers team tomorrow. Um, you know, we've, we all say it, the streak can't last forever, but I don't think, I don't think it will end on a t- Oilers team. That's not paying attention against the Blackhawks. How about that? They're they'll pay attention tomorrow night. And I think I want to say to you, if the Oilers are paying attention, the Oilers are going to win because they're that much better than Chicago. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Um, the it was the first time we saw the coach uh, juggle his lines really throughout this whole stretch spec and, and it worked all three lines scored right uh, Kane with Nugent Hopkins and Fogel scored McDavid and uh, Drysaddle line scored and uh, Holloway McLeod scored it was uh, uh, right now Knobloch can't do anything wrong everything he does works out it's, it's the whole team's this way but the coaches uh, give this guy credit. You know, every button he's pushing is the right button. And now he's got to get Corey Perry in his lineup on Saturday. And he's got to figure out who's coming out and, you know, who he's going to play him with and how all that's going to work. But he certainly, certainly exhibits a good feel for the moment, a good feel for the game. And he's not afraid or beholden to some lines that they wrote out, you know, the night before and sticks with them forever. He's okay with saying, you know what, you're not going or you are going or whatever and mixing things around. I like that. He, he, he's not acting like a brand-new coach who's feeling his way in. He's coaching. And as it turns out, almost every coaching move Chris Knobloch's made has been the right one. Uh, good for him. You know, good for him. You can't, you can't drive a Maserati at six miles an hour, pal, right? You're going to step behind the bench of this team. It's a good team. You got to be a good coach and you got to coach them. You can't F around, excuse me, you can't screw around with a, a lineup, you know, and, and, and pussyfoot around, right? This is a big league team. It's a Stanley Cup contender. You got to coach it like you're one. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's, a, it's totally valid. The, the, the last one I have, uh, I, you know, I expect Calvin Pickard to, uh, to play tomorrow night, spec. Um, you know, there's lots of people. Hey, the orders got to upgrade uh, goaltending, and and I can understand it. I just I don't see uh, a goalie out there that uh, that makes sense uh, for Edmonton uh, in a trade that is is realistic. I know a lot of people are like oh trade for Merzlikens, and I, I don't really see how you know what Edmonton offers for Merzlikens because if it includes Jack Campbell, you got to give up a whole boatload more. And I'm just not sure. Yeah. Stuart Skinner to me is a starting goaltender. You need a backup. Merzlikens himself said. I'm not a backup. He wants to be a starter. So bringing yeah. him here helps your yeah. team in no way. He's the wrong guy. Exactly. Like, you can come to me and say, you can come to me and say, oh, they, they need better backup goaltending than Pickard and Campbell. And we can have that conversation. And I'm not sure you're wrong. But don't tell me you're bringing in Rizlikens because as you point out, he's already stated, I'm a number one. I don't want to be a number two. I don't want to be a one am a number one. Well, then this is the wrong place for him because Stu Skinner's the number one here. Right, Stu Skinner is is establishing himself. He's only in his second year in the National exactly. Hockey League, and look at how well he's playing. You know, I wrote last night, like, why can't this guy be Thatcher Demko? Right? Why can't he be Igor Shesterkin or Sorokin or or 
you know, I mean, maybe we're reaching if we start throwing out names like Vasilevsky and Hellebuck because I think he's got a ways to go before he gets to be in that conversation. But he's also only played a year and a half NHL hockey. Like, are you kidding me? They've been the Edmonton Oilers have been dying to yeah. to draft and develop a goalie like like Stuart Skinner, and now you're telling me you're going to bring in a guy and challenge him for number one? What the? Are you kidding me? Why would you do that? Yeah. No, 100%. I honestly like <laughs> that doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> no, it, it doesn't, right? And, and honestly, the thing, and people might not like it, I think the most realistic plan here, well, not plan, but the path I see unfolding is Jack Campbell comes back to Edmonton and ends up being a backup and getting some games in here after the trade deadline. I, w- I won't be shocked about it at all, Spec, because the, uh, you know, and we'll see what cap space they have and everything after the deadline. And, you know, maybe they carry 21-man roster like they did before. We'll see. But I I still think Jack Campbell, when push comes to shove, when he's – and because keep in mind, look what he's done. The reason everyone was like, hey, Pickard's playing well in the minors. Call him up. Okay, and they did. Jack Campbell's playing really well now in the minors for actually more games than Pickard played. Pickard only played, I think, like six games this year in the AHL. Maybe maybe seven. So I uh, that's why I could see it happening. I, w- I won't be stunned – because if you look at the to word to use Kevin Woodley's word, the environment the goalie plays in in Edmonton now is much more yeah. possible for success. I'm not, Campbell doesn't have to be the starter; he doesn't have to be great. He just needs to be a reliable backup. And if Campbell can do that for the rest of this season, and then he comes in next year and he's your backup, because buying him out just adds way more dead cap space than you need, and and your total goalie salary is still only seven point six million dollars. And and the money's kind of reversed in where it is, but it's still there together. So if your starter makes less than your backup for two years, who cares if they're playing well, right? In the in their respective roles. Couldn't agree more. It, it it all hinges on Stuart Skinner's ability to be the number one goalie. And at this point in time, I'm looking at a number one goalie. So I couldn't agree with you more. Trying to get as many years out of Stu out of uh, Campbell's contract without buying it out is the smart move. And I look at it as assets, Jason. Like, uh, you know, it's the cap system. You got your forwards, you got your defense, you got your goalies. You don't get to be satisfied with all three groups in a cap system. One of those or two of those groups, you're going to go, man, I wish we had a little more, okay? It's always going to be that way. There are no perfect teams. So if I'm Edmonton, I'm starting to look at my goaltending. Remember 06, it was Rolison and then Markinen and Conklin were his backups. They didn't really have a set backup. Yeah. Now don't, don't bring that up. The playoffs here. <laughs> yeah. What was that? I was just gonna say, don't bring that up. Fans are still mad that the one guy was the backup, uh, that Conklin was the backup but, in the game and not Mark and not Markinen. Not, not that not that that Well, here's the funny yeah. thing: is like he picked the wrong Yeah. Look, look at the goal that was scored. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure it would matter either way. So, who knows? Maybe right. we would have played a different. But anyhow. Yeah. The point is, uh, I'm. I think that with 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 Stu Skinner's play up here, and if Jack Campbell can find his game, and most importantly, you said it, the environment behind which these guys are playing, I think Campbell or Pickard, between the two of them, you have enough backup goaltending here that you can take the few assets that you have and the little cap room you have. I'd rather have a defenseman. I'd rather have a winger for dry settle. Uh, I, I'd rather shore up, right? I'd rather shore up with my skaters and live with what I have in goal. I don't, I, I'm not saying you wouldn't be better with a grade A backup, 
but I think you're better off. I'd rather have a grade A defenseman on this team head into playoffs than a better backup than what they have right now. Spec, I would agree. Have yourself a great day. We'll chat with you tomorrow. All right, Jake. There you go. That's uh, Mark Spector in the uh, Spec Report brought to you by NextGenTransportation.com. Jason Greger, Connor Halley. With you, we're going to get to the uh, ski report uh, coming up. Uh, also, uh, Paul Sir and more on The Gregor Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca. 5.30. How are you? Welcome back to The Gregor Show on Sports 1440. Uh, Gregor, did I hear you're uh, shaving your head tomorrow? No, sadly. I wish I was. It's uh, a little bit later on. But uh, tomorrow is just part of because uh, uh, I'm out of my word and then uh, make deals. Uh, we're, we're laying Robin Rattling to rest on uh, Sunday, and I've been asked to speak, and uh, I'm not going to look like a tool at his funeral, so I'm uh, doing it before then, a few days sooner than we had said. But uh, in exchange for that, there'll be uh, no hats uh, all day tomorrow, which is rather disappointing for me. So there you go. That's what we're doing. So I, uh, uh, if somebody wants to get upset that I'm doing it a, a week sooner, I can tell you that the hair isn't going to change. It looks awful as it is, but. Uh, Robbie meant a lot to me, and I don't want to uh, disrespect him by looking like a tool up on the uh, pulpit when I'm chatting. So there you go. Let's get to the uh, basketball report brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling, home of the no interests, no payments for one full year. Go to LegacyHeating.ca. Paul Sir joins us. And Paul, you were a coach for a long time. My goodness, uh, getting fired when you have a record of 30 and 13 is something you don't see very often. I know Buck said they wanted a more professional coach. I don't even know what the hell that means. But um, what, what do you make of this? Like, were they that bad in, in some ways? You're like, okay, we got to get rid of them? Like, is this something behind the scenes? What's going on? Well, well, the only thing I can say, Jason, is it had to be something behind the scenes because that's the most absurd firing uh, of all of, of, of any that I've ever seen at that level. So, what happened behind the scenes? Who uh, who was upset? Uh, what what scandal they're trying to bury? I could, like who knows? But but you're 100 percent right. Now getting Doc Rivers, that's interesting. Uh, it's not a guaranteed success, but you certainly get stability, uh, class, and experience that you that you're going to bring forward. But the circumstances around the firing just they don't they certainly don't add up, and the explanations don't. Uh, don't reveal anything that you could hang on to and say, "Oh, okay." In this situation, they had to they had to make a move. Yeah, it's uh, it's odd. And Doc Rivers, I know he won a, a title, but he won a title like what fifteen, eighteen years ago. Like he's had really good teams that have consistently underachieved lately. Why is he the right answer? Do you think? Yeah. Well, I I, I don't know other than it's Doc Rivers, and he has the pedigree of experience as a player and a coach. But you're right, like. The 2008 Celtics is when he won a title with all of famers on his team. And I mean, it was a great, it was a, a, a great win. It was uh, a, a good step, but my goodness in Philadelphia, it was just laying and with the Clippers just laying egg after egg year after year with also with great talent on his team. He, I mean, he had hall of famers on all of those teams and he was not able to get the job done. So uh, Philadelphia right now looks like more of a title threat. Time will tell uh, with Nick Nurse at the helm. Uh, but they're certainly having a good season this year without Doc, with Nick. But we'll see what Rivers can do when he steps in. Again, I think going for stability is probably something they wanted to do because it's hard to say, well, yeah, they, they, they let the coach go, but they hired 
you know, X, some inexperienced assistant. We hired Doc Rivers. That ha- that has cachet. Yeah, cachet, schmache. Is it is it going to help their team? I go there. What, what the hell are they thinking? Like, what is this all about? It would be nice to have some idea yeah. what really happened. Yeah, like that's that that's all. Like, maybe there's something behind the scenes, but I just when you win that many games, the coach can't be that bad. So uh, we'll no. see. We'll see if it works. And uh, it's going to hard be. That's the thing. Like, it's going to hard to play better. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they'll play better defensively. Uh, I'm not sure, but uh, uh, we'll see. Maybe. 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 Yeah, big, maybe. Big maybe. Right. You know, like, uh, is it personnel or is it schematics? And I, I, I really struggle with players and losing the locker room to players when the players are so well paid and you're paid to do a job. I just have such a hard time understanding how you, you under those circumstances, you lose a locker room. So, uh, like you said, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see if Doc's able to tighten things up. Like it's it's not going to be hard. They're giving up 120 points a game, so obviously you know it's not going to be difficult to lower that. Let's be real here. But but how yeah. much of that is yeah. just simply a commitment from the players? Like I don't know. Maybe they didn't respect the coach. I have no idea. But um, you know, yeah. it does it does seem odd to me. And uh, maybe it'll turn out uh, it'll turn out uh, very well uh, for them. Um, uh, sticking with the NBA for a second, uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Paul, sir, have, uh, have been on fire as of late. Uh, they've caught the Timberwolves. Now, now they were close anyway, but, man, uh, OKC. Like, I know Denver's got Jokic and Murray, and they're defending champs, and they're really good. But what do you make of the Thunder? How how legit of a contender are you, and is there is there anything they lack in your eyes? Right now, you'd have to say no, uh, but it really rises and falls on the narrow shoulders of uh, Gilgis Alexander. Uh, you know, he is just, he's, he is in the thick of consideration as he should be for the MVP of the league. Like, you know, Embiid unreal, like 70 points. That's, that's unbelievable. Jokic MVP caliber season. But if you had to point to a player who has transformed a culture and that with the addition of a rookie, the another skinny guy, uh, Chet Holmgren, I mean, you've got a team that uh, really is transforming itself into into a serious contender, and you have to take them seriously because the one thing about Gilgis Alexander, he controls entire games with his play. He knows he can score in the toughest situations. He is a great passer. He uh, rebounds really well. So, I mean, he's a complete guard. And so uh, you look at Oklahoma City, are they a contender? Right now, you'd have to say so, but they don't have any playoff experience. There's no no uh, there's no history to draw on. But you have to look at them and go. I really wouldn't want to play them in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, totally uh, fair. We had uh, Brody Clark from the uh, the Stingers on uh, earlier uh, today. Really I good, heard the interview. Really good interview. Enjoyed having him on. Uh, I like getting the insight from uh, from playing in Europe and everything like that. And and you look at um, you know kind of the like the CBL. Paul, I guess my question is a guy who follows basketball. Um, you know, the season starts in in a in a, in a few months here, and they they I don't. Wouldn't you want more guys signed just for your fan base? Maybe I'm wrong, but it's and it's kind of like the league. I, I wonder if they might change that so you can have guys commit sooner. Just you know, for a for a marketing ploy more than anything else. Well, I think. Uh, and by the way, it's it's too bad Brody just can't express himself too well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the guy. What a great interview, Jason. He was. It was just a real great exchange between the two of you. Um, the CEBL is is in a bit of a, uh, I think a transition phase. 
in my estimation, because I fully agree with you. But the plan and approach that they have chosen to take by placing the season uh, in the summer on the heels of the G League, on the heels of overseas leagues, where playoffs often bleed into the league, it's a difficult business model that they've that they've chosen. And now that the honeymoon period's over, where you have you know you you, you had no history for the first three or four years, and everything was new, and now that the league is established, going into its sixth season. Now you're looking at it and going, how can we make it better? And you just hit on a couple of things. You need to make it better. But again, it's difficult for players to commit at this time of year. So part of what they've structured and what's been set up is this exact result. Guys don't know what they're going to be doing. Like, uh, you know, because like, for instance, let's let's look at it here. Guac, he's playing great this year. He's on the best team in the German league. If they go through to the championship round, uh, he's not going to be available this summer. He's just going to play in. He's going to play well into June. Uh, so now you've got one of your best, if not your best, uh, Edmonton player. Probably, you know, very very likely won't be available until the playoffs. And then you got to look at: is this right for a here with his body to play an extended long season and come back? So. It's a long. It's a long answer, but I agree with you. But there are some uh, issues that the CEBL is going to have to find a way to address, either in the time and location of the league, or this is going to be kind of the norm as we as the season approaches. Yeah, and, we're and, not unique, by the way. Yeah, and that's you know, fair. Edmonton's not unique. Yeah, and, and maybe that's just how it's going to be, and that's fine. And maybe it ultimately doesn't matter, and it probably doesn't. So uh, as long as I guess if you have a two month uh, run up, uh, then away you go, and you know what, uh, that's probably fair. Now that I think about it, you know, free agency is July first. The season begins in October. It's three months later. So if you're if you're announcing guys um, in uh, in February, then then you're probably fine. The more uh, the more I think about it, so it's not that uh, huge uh, of a deal. Although you do normally have some guys signed. I guess is the only difference. So uh, shorter term, well, well, shorter term deals. That's why in the CBL it's kind of and I think and I think. Uh, some news will be forthcoming. Yeah. Oh no, Brody. Soon. Yeah, Brody said that. Uh, you know, they announce the schedule, yeah. and then they're going to have that. So, uh, so that's yep. good. Uh, Paul, uh, hey, uh, the uh, show debuts. I mean, what's uh, how's the plans coming for the new show? Well, uh, they're coming along really well, uh, and uh, a lot of the a lot of the uh, potential guests that we've been talking to and, and trying to start setting up a schedule are pretty cool. Uh, now we're just trying to work out with their handlers, like when they when they can appear. So we're trying to work on a great lineup, and uh, we'll announce early next week who our guests will be. And uh, I think we have some good we'll have some good surprises. It'll, it'll get off to a good start, Jason. And I and I really appreciate you mentioning that the basketball show Saturdays, uh, 10 a.m. to noon on uh, Sports fourteen forty. And uh, it'll be great to be part of the family. What is your launch day again? Uh, Saturday, February 3rd. Boom, there you go. Less than two weeks away. I love it. That's right. Awesome. Thanks, Paul. Have a good one. Yeah, you too, Jason. It's Paul Sir from the uh, basketball show that's returning. I love it. Uh, we'll come back. Uh, we'll get to the ski report, more on the Gregor Show. And uh, lots of text flying in, 833-401-1440 in the Ewell inbox. Jason Gregor, Connor Halley with you, the con man. Very excited as his uh, Chargers. He's got uh, Jim Harbaugh as their uh, new head coach. Uh, welcome back. Gregor Show presented by Play Alberta. Dot .ca where you can get your tickets for tonight's Lotto 649. Woo-hoo.
baby. Could be a could be a very nice Wednesday night for you. Could you imagine winning? Jeez, thirty four mil. Nice. Good luck. I hope I hope one of our listeners wins. That'd be unbelievable. I'd say this, Cons. If uh, if if one of us ever won it, I would uh, have a massive sports fourteen forty party. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H E L P. For like a like a two dayer, you know, big dinner, <laughs> you know, just have some rent a huge place and just have a lot of fun. It would be because uh, at that point I'd be like, you know what, I could waste a million bucks and not even work. And I would be like, it wouldn't even be a waste. It would be a super good time. And a million's probably like it'd be hard to spend a million bucks. I would think in two days. So legally, should point out legally, which is what we would do. We don't like to uh, reside in the illegal side of things. And, uh, let's get to the uh, ski report now. Brought to you by Snow Valley and all the snow here. This is good news for skiers and snowboarders. This is the Sports 1440 Ski Report. This is your ski report for Wednesday, January 24th. Brought to you by Snow Valley Ski Club. Start your skiing journey at snowvalley.ca. Mild temperatures and fresh snow are making for improved skiing and riding conditions throughout Alberta and BC. At Marmot Basin in Jasper, they've had 3 centimeters of snow overnight and 20 centimeters in the last 9 days. And exciting news, the new Knob Quad Chair at the top of Marmot will be making its debut today. Finally open and operating. In Banff, Lake Louise has no new snow overnight, but 16 centimeters in the last seven days. Sunshine saw one centimeter overnight with five centimeters in the last seven days. And Norquay got five centimeters in the last week as well. Kicking Horse received three centimeters overnight and 19 centimeters in the last week. Revel Stoke has seen snow with three centimeters in the last 24 hours and 16 in the last two days. Nikiska has seen 16 centimeters in the last week, but nothing new overnight. Down south, both Castle Mountain and Fernie are getting snow as well. Up to 20 centimeters in the last day at Fernie. But the mild temperatures are turning it to rain at the lower elevations. A bit further west, Panorama and Kimberly are being spared from the rain, but no significant snowfall to report in the last few days. Edmonton and area ski hills are all open 
and operating today with Snow Valley, Edmonton Ski Club, Rabbit Hill, Sunridge, and just to the north of the city, Twatna near Westlock, all are open. Overall, the temperatures are great for skiing and snowboarding today, and the snow conditions are pretty good as well. That was your Snow Valley Ski Report for Wednesday, January 24th. A lot of snow in the forecast. That is nice. Nice. Hopefully we get a lot of snow in the areas that really need it. Uh, there's lots of the uh, forest fires in Alberta and other places. I actually read a story last week of some of those fires prior to this snow here. Uh, we're still uh, we're still not completely gone, which is not a good sign at all. So uh, hopefully we're getting dumps and dumps of it out there. Uh, lots of uh, texts coming in. 833-401-1440. Hey, guys, everybody keeps talking about uh, goaltending. I'd have to agree with you guys. I don't think it's a major issue, but uh, what do you think the chances are of getting a legit top six winger? How do they fit him in the cap? It's a good question, man. Um, I'm not sure, to be honest. Like, well, I guess anything's possible if you, if you can make it three ways, right? Because if you can get the team to retain half, let's say guy's a $4 million player. You retain half, now it's down to $2 million. So then you make another trade like they did with Ryan O'Reilly last year, and then that second team, now they take 50% of the 50. That's 25%, so that's a million. Then a $4 million player comes to your team as a million-dollar cap hit player. So that's how you can make it work cap-wise, but you have to add more assets. For Minnesota to take on a portion of Ryan O'Reilly last year, they got a fourth-round pick for that. So, you know, there are ways to do it financially, but it's uh, it's definitely not easy. You've got to uh, you got to really work on different elements. So we'll, uh, we'll see if they can do it. But they got time. That's the good news. I, I think, you know, any sort of big splash in Edmonton is probably because the closer to the deadline, then there's less cap space needed. On behalf of Connor Halley, all our guests, I'm Jason Greger, and all of you, thanks so much for listening. We truly appreciate it. Oilers going for 15 tomorrow. We'll discuss it. Here's the Con Man of Sports 1440 update brought to you by Douglas Mattress. Named Canada's best mattress on Canadian living. Loved by more than 200,000 Canadians with over 10,000 five-star reviews. You can get yours at douglas.ca slash Nation. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 